It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. The Nepalese Meditation Bowl is chiming, and that means it is time for The Art of the CEO, the show for people who enjoy the challenge of business and who want to do it a little better. How do you do? I'm your host, Bart Jackson, and whether you're the executive VP of a mammoth healthcare company responsible for reinventing the whole shebang, or whether you're an Olympic bobsled medalist struggling with career choices, we're here to bring you the sage counsel of business masters to help your career and your business. Today's episode is entitled, uh, Building Consensus, Your Most Important Product. And indeed it is. Yet we are here today devoting our insights toward you, that is every person who leads a team or anyone who has ever sat in a meeting and wondered how in heaven's name we've got to get all these folks pulling on the same rope in the same direction and to feel it's all their ideas. <laughs> I'm not sure. Anyway, and joining us today uh, to help us or leap this most giant of business hurdles, we're very fortunate to have as our guest Mr. Darrell Gunter. Darrell has spent much of his three-decade career as a key executive in Dow Jones, Colexus, the American Institute of Physics, and several others, all teaching these big boys how to take best advantage of their electronics and intellectual property and how to take good, very good care of the folks who generate all that info. Currently, the very busy Mr. Gunter is professor at Seton Hall, radio show of his own FM radio show, 89.5 FM, uh, on leadership, and also he is CEO of Gunter Media. And uh, before we harvest many of uh, Daryl's wonderful ideas and try to digest all this applicable wisdom, let me take a few moments to supply everyone out there with a few utensils for our feast coming up. First, as I always do, allow me to remind each of you, every individual hearing my voice, that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of Chief Executive Officer of yourself, the most important corporate body in your life. So, is today the day that you'll pull out those plans for that new business or new website, dust it off and really begin planning and implementing it? Or will you listen to the negative economic news of the self-styled pundits and save your dreams for yet another day? The choice is truly yours. Secondly, uh, it's time to dip into a little laughter and take a scriptural recitation from 101 Best Business Quips. I love this book. Let me spell them. Okay, let me go through the pages here. Here we, here we are. Here we are. Oh, okay. 75. 75. This is number 75. Uh, at the shareholders' dinner, the CEO rose to the podium, pointed to me, and said, Now here is a man who needs no introduction. And then he sat down. <laughs> oh, I, that actually happened. As an afterthought, uh, the next time that you're asked to give any presentation, make sure you send the host some short, witty biography of yourself for her to use. And while you're at it, send a copy along to the company's newsletter editor. You can use all the pressure you can get. 
The third utensil, and perhaps we'll call this the slurp spoon, uh, we're going to give you the answers to last week's business quotations. Today, before we leave the air, we'll broadcast another quotation, and we'll invite you to email us the name of the author as you believe it to be. So uh, simply write down the quote as you remember it, put in your uh, determination of the author's name, and email it to info at bartsbooks.com. That's I-N-F-O at B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S dot com. And if you're right, we'll announce your name on the air. The author of last week's quote, that is the individual who said, the form of gambling, which we call business, looks with an austere disfavor upon the business known as gambling. <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, was the ever sardonic Mr. Ambrose Bierce, author of, among many other items, The Devil's Dictionary. So, now, let us dig into today's feast and allow me to introduce to you all out there listening, Mr. Darrell Gunter. You may listen and learn from his own radio show, Darrell Gunter on Leadership. And if you are a business student at Seton Hall University, you may tap into Professor Gunter's knowledge there. Uh, or if your company needs some strategic planning aid, you can call upon Darrell's team, Gunter Media Group. Just Google those words and the solutions will come right to you. Uh, and all the rest of you folks, I invite you to sit back and prepare for a feast of solid answers on how one gains consensus within the business. Okay. Darrell, can you hear me? I can, Bart. Thank you so much for that very kind Darrell. introduction. Oh, very good. Darrell, I, I think we may have uh, be having a little trouble hearing you. I'm not can you hear me now? I can hear you well, yes. It was breaking up a little bit. All right. Okay. Good. All right. Uh huh. That's uh, yes. I think maybe our technical man has uh, been get, dipping into the cabernet. Anyway, uh, let's get right to it. Uh, Darrell Dwight D. Eisenhower, in his uh, manual for military leadership, said that leadership is the art of getting people to do what you want because they want to do it. That's what we're striving for, to get to bring about a consensus in all that we do. And I guess my first question is this, can you really gain a, a consensus in a group, or are we talking some sort, sort of con job here? Are we just sort of trying to fool people into going along? Can, can you really get a real consensus? Uh, yes, yes, you can. The what short answer is you can. The long answer is how do you, you get there? And I think it starts with, as Jim Collins would, would would say, to get the right people on the bus with you. Uh, you you got to make sure that right. uh, in your hiring and training of folks that you are getting the people who have the requisite intellect, the, rest, the requisite skills, and also the requisite attitude. Uh, we always talk about skill versus will uh, when dealing with individuals. You know, do they have the necessary skill to right. do it? Uh, and do they have the will to do it? Sometimes you can have someone who uh, has the skill, but they don't have the will. For whatever reason, whatever's going on in their life, they're not ready to be a, a, a productive team member. Um, and, and that's where you have to really uh, dismiss that individual from your team. Uh, there are times where you have someone who has all the will, but they don't have the skill. 
but if it, it is a skill that can be trainable, yeah. that can be trained, uh, of course you, you provide that to them. But it, it starts with establishing the right culture within your organization. And leadership, as, as I say in my program, it starts uh, with you. How, what are some of the things you say are the right culture? Oh, the right, when you think uh, about the right culture... You want to get this right culture. Yes. And, but it starts with, with you, the leader. Uh, as I say on my program, leadership begins with you. Uh, you, you have to lead by example. Right. You have to set the example. And all of those uh-huh. uh, who are your direct reports and, 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 and under, um, they need to follow the same examples, and meaning that people are treated fairly, people are treated evenly, um, that there's, there's proper discretion in, in dealing with folks. Um, and folks need to understand that a due date is a due date. You know, when 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 a task is assigned, right. that it needs to, to, to get done. Um, this way, people understand what the rules of the road are, rules of the game, if you will, in regards to how your company operates. No, no. And consistency is just just so. Well, I so, think. Yeah. Well, um, now you, you you were talking about examples, and I think you're right about setting the rules of the road. Uh, just in my own experience, one example that, that I always have, have seen is I see when I see a leader who is so wrapped up in moving the the team, the product, the company forward, uh, and uh, that's one that's an example I feel I can get behind. Is that the sort of thing you're talking about? Well, you, you want to get everyone behind it, but you want to make sure that, first of all, that everyone understands clearly what the objective is. And these objectives and these goals right. need to be uh, communicated extremely well. They need to be reinforced by putting them in the individual's performance objective setting so that when you're meeting with your folks once a month to right. review how they're doing, that these these uh, principles are being reinforced. And how you communicate is so important. Now, keep in mind that the advertising folks say that if you want to make an impression on someone, you've got to hit them at least, at least three times. Well, communicating what the objective <laughs> is is no different, um, and you've got to do it more. You, you want to make sure that it's part of their performance objective setting, you want to make sure it's part of your town hall meetings so that everyone hears the same message. You know, there's, there's one hymn book out there, and everyone's reading from the same hymn book. And, right. and it should be forced in the one-on-one meetings. And most importantly, when someone steps outside of the bounds, you've got to make sure that they're, they're pulled back in. Uh-huh. When I say pulled back in, make sure that we understand, well, why, why did they step out of bounds? What, what, what caused that? And then we right. need to address whatever that issue is. But make sure that they understand that this is how we're operating and this is why this particular policy or this particular goal has been set so that we, we can achieve our, our, our overall corporate objectives. And, and it never stops because keep in mind that individuals have free will. And that free will is always right. the, the bandit that wants to take away from the team's overall productivity. Let's give you an example. It was a perfect, a perfect example the other day in the NCAA tournament. I believe it was Wichita State. 
Somebody Wichita hadn't hit a three pointer. Oh, that was a, that was a heck of a game. They they were yeah. not supposed to do anything, and they 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 won twenty three points or something. Incredible. Yeah, but when it came down to it, they had not hit a three pointer the whole game, and they had the ball. And instead of the the person who was handling the ball driving to the basket to get the two points to tie it up, he went to take the glory shot. And right. The glory shot that kills uh-huh. a lot of productivity in businesses where people go, well, I know we said we're going to do it this way, but I want to do it this way. And and, and, and more more, <laughs> often, more times often than not, their, what I call their ego shot is going to miss, and it, and it hurts the productivity. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to take that, take note of that. I, that's, that's a quill pen moment. Write that down. Take your quill pen out, dip it in the inkwell, jot that one down. That the ego shot, more often than not, best of the company goal is the one who is more likely to A, make it, and B, be noticed uh, favorably. So good for you, and thanks for, for bringing that up, Darrell. Um, is there, you're, you sort of start to say this, but uh, I'm wondering, is, is there... Uh, some sort of pre-preparation. If you have a task that you know is coming up and it's a little different, can you uh, can you sort of pre-prepare the team for it? Get them uh, a little bit set. That uh, what what sort of atmosphere do you want to create uh, before some big challenge that, that you know is a leader is coming down their way? Well, you know, and, and that's a that's a very good question, and that is something um, what I uh, what I like to call is to um, till the land be, before you plant the seed. And what you want to do is is grab some of your key right. and you want to make sure that you grab some key lieutenants. You want to grab some people from customer service. Grab some of your leaders on on the sales team. You know, and 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 have an informal session. To talk about, you know, well, we got this 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 particular mm-hmm. problem we're trying to deal with, and I'm curious as to what your thoughts and ideas as to how we can tackle that. Now, that's a very informal way of mm-hmm. doing it. I've done it both informally, and I've also done it formally, where I would have an internal uh-huh. focus. And and typically, what I've done is that I would appoint a junior person to be the chair, and I would have a more senior person. Uh, to to be their mentor, so here we have one of the the ah. the the, men, the young the young folks who have shown a lot of great promise, chairing a major thing, but he's got the back, he or she has got the backup of a mentor to make sure that they don't fail, because what you want to make sure is that your folks are given the best opportunity uh-huh. to succeed, and it's about them succeeding and not failing, but these pre-meetings, whether they're formal or informal, is going to give you so much insight uh-huh. into how this problem should be solved. And then you may want to say, okay, uh-huh. we're going to have a formal meeting, and so-and-so, i like for you to lead the discussion on this topic. You know, And so you're getting people to participate uh-huh. in the process, and because they're, they are part of the process, they're part of the solution. So... To get the buy-in from the the rank and file folks 
it, it just allows everybody to say, you know what, hey, uh, Joe is my buddy. He's got a great idea. Look, Darrell's allowing him to take the lead on this very sticky problem. And and you build, you're building leaders within the group. I see. We, uh, well, you know, there is also another thing you're doing. That, that's a really sharp idea is that you take your top idea men and you aren't burdening them with the bureaucracy, as it were, of running the group. You're, you're letting them free to, to work on the ideas. Meanwhile... Jake Jr. over here is is getting the experience as a leader. He's moving ahead, and but uh, the idea men are really sort of now free to uh, to fire off their cannons and see see what the, uh, what's a cannon and what's a, what's a cannonball and what's a water balloon. And so you're really sort of creating uh, freedom and uh, freedom in the right hand. You're putting freedom in the right hands and responsibility in the right hands. And I think that's an Excellent idea, Darrell. It's a, a nice format. I'm glad you brought it up. You know, it, it, it allows a, your young leaders, um, or you know, for uh-huh. no matter what age they are, folks from different positions, to demonstrate and to stretch themselves right. and, and to learn. But you're building an organization that is going to last forever. I mean, I, at, at Elsevier, I ran a 385 million dollar region, the Americas. Uh-huh. And we had 130 people. And uh, wow! After, when I when I decided yeah. to move to my next opportunity after 11 years, the, my protege James. Oh, that's Sona, when you split up all the money and left, right? Uh, I, I wish. <laughs> uh, but but yes. my protege James. <laughs> it was just a thought. I don't know what Gabe brought that on. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have. Yeah, go ahead. So you had you had the, the people. Yeah, my protege James Tona. Hello. Uh, I recommended that he take over my role, and let me see, that was 2007. He's been doing a great job for the last seven years. So it, it proves that you want to make oh sure that, that you're building a high-performing organization because people, they know what their role is, and, and, and they're not depending on one person to make a decision. And that's, and that's how we truly built right. a consensus-led organization. Very good, Darrell. I, I I hate to interrupt you. This is this is going on so beautiful here. I'm learning. I'm, I'm learning so much. But um, I want to just take a brief minute uh, for ladies, for all the folks out there, and have uh, we've sort of come to a midpoint. And I'd like to take a brief sorbet in our feast, uh, and take a few moments to introduce the company by whose good graces we are here today. That firm is Prometheus Publishing. They're the creator of Bart's Books Ultimate Business Guides, and you may visit www.bartsbooks.com, B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S.com, and explore a wide wealth of business tools. And if you're finding any of these shows helpful in your business career, why not get the book that, uh, from which this radio show sprang? It's, uh, it's the base. It was The Art of the CEO, which is a the book in which scores of major CEOs give their very best solutions. So why not uh, visit BartsBooks.com, pick up a copy, and also if you like today's business quips uh, and you'd like to get them delivered a little laughter, come to your week, uh, to your door each week. Uh, go to the go to that site and you can subscribe for free for nothing, freedom for laughing for free. Doesn't get much better than that, ladies and gentlemen. And to all those odd techies who fall into neither category, we are back with business guide extraordinaire, Mr. Darrell Gunther. Darrell, 
I see what you're, you're talking about, not just setting up, getting the right structure, and now let's talk a little bit about getting the input from the people. Uh, obviously, having everyone's ideas together is a great team uniter. Uh, that's all fine. But how do you weed out the unnecessary ideas without making the, the folks who, who, who suggested them feel dismissed? I mean, how do you keep from alienating them? Well, you know, what you want to do is that you always want to reinforce the positive of someone's suggestion. But there's a couple of tools that I, I've used. Right. Um, a good friend of mine, uh, Ron Weston, uh, worked for um, HUD some years uh-huh. ago. We were, we were fellow Toastmasters. And he did a talk on the PMI. Oh, it's a the great outfit. An interesting point. And also there's the SWOT analysis. And it's important that you work with your, each of your team members to really get them to think deep and think strategically, you know, because one thing that hurts group productivity is when someone is suggesting something that is very pedestrian, uh, that's very common, it's not right, innovative. Right. So when someone does bring up something, mm-hmm. as, as I like to say, pedestrian, you know, of course, diplomacy and politeness is always is always uh, important. But <laughs> after, after the meeting, pull the individual aside and say, "Listen, what you suggest. I appreciate you wanting to suggest something, but what you suggested was really passe, and it 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 it, it not only hurts you, but it hurts the team because we only have so much time in a day to meet. So when we meet, we really want to all bring our A game." You know, and 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 do our homework and do our right. research, you know, and encourage that. That's and a nice the- phrase, Darrell. I uh, bringing your A game, and that sort of says that I know, Joe, you've got more. Not, gee, you're an idiot to come up with something that stupid. Is that the best you got? No, but you're saying I know you've got more, Joe, and that's an encouragement rather than a than a put down. And the one thing I want to encourage all of our leaders out there is that um, anytime that anyone resorts to name-calling, it, it, it immediately deflates the whole uh-huh. situation. You know, um, I know we're all human beings. Yeah. And we all yeah. Have, but anytime that uh, folks are, are calling folks uh, any type of name or, or they say, oh, oh, that, 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 that was stupid, you know, um, we got to really be very careful. We we really need to look at our the way that we manage individuals because there's um, there's something called emotional intelligence, and managers today really need to have a very high emotional intelligence score. Meaning that you really need to understand the personalities of the people that you're managing, and manage to their personality. Versus saying, no, it's, it's, you know, I only manage one way, it's my way or the highway. Uh, I think we're dealing with knowledge workers um, and, and understanding what their maths are. Oh, yeah, we're a tough crew. Yeah. You know, when you really understand what makes Well, you know, I think that you're absolutely right in that we really need to have people you, you, you do need to consider what you're putting, saying to people. I have a, a story, I'll never forget listening to a person, uh, a leader, and we had all put our ideas in at the team meeting, and 
this one woman put in something that was, as you said, totally passe. It was all wrong, and she labored out, she handed out sheets of, the, of it to everyone, and everyone was thinking, this is just utter garbage. And uh, the first word out of the leader's mouth, he looked at the crowd, and, and the first word out of his mouth was, you know what I like about this? And he found something likable about it. And from that point on, he was able to bring in, to subtly layer in the criticism and let others come in, rather than saying, you know, um, hey, Stuart, are you out of your mind? Right. And, and so I think that this is something that the, the, the very words you use are important. So I, I thank you for bringing that up. That's a very good point. Oh, yeah. um, I was just wondering if you, you've, you've given us... Do you have any examples that you've seen of bringing a group together when it's been particularly tough? Absolutely. Um, I, I can recall um, we had a situation um, at Elsevier where we had an internal issue that we had to deal with. Um, we were going to be merged uh-huh. together uh-huh. with a company that we had acquired. And, <clears throat> and what that meant was that um, people were, uh, the salespeople were going to lose accounts. Uh, managers were going to lose um, right. corporate accounts you know, to, to this other group. And uh, Peter Katz and I, he was over working for EI. I was with Elsevier. We got together and we put together a uh-huh. plan of to talk about, you know, there's, there's so much to go around for all of us. Fortunately, nobody was losing their job. Um, so losing... Think about losing an account, losing your job. There's a big difference. But what we did is that we we did oh a, yeah 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 we involved our, our both our regional sales directors and we came up with a plan of action where we're going to educate folks as to why this change has come about, how it's going to help the company to be better uh, prepared, and also we bought everyone the book uh, Who Moved My Cheese, and we had a whole uh, session on understanding how this affects you, but how you can make it work for you. And I, I tell you, um, we we went through this exercise. We went through our offsite meeting, and it was very successful. And um, we had no problems in the sense of, of of people griping about not having their accounts, or regional sales directors complaining that oh I don't have corporate anymore. So um, you know, it, it's all about the planning but also involving the key people involved in regards to, you know, how... Uh, you know, you're going back... Mm-hmm. I just want to say, Darrell, you're going back to what you very first came out with, and that is you have to get involved as many people as possible and make the objective clear. The sheer, Most ideas, if they are good... If they're clearly put and people understand them and you say them again and again and as if this is something that does carry on, you that's ha- you're, you're halfway there. You're halfway yes. there. And you really have come full circle with that. So I think that's good. Now, on the flip side, I've, I've seen – this did not happen to me, but I've seen yeah, some managers, I've seen some managers take it very lightly in regards to – how they're going to communicate a change to their team, and then they they stand up there in in a town hall meeting, and they're not prepared to answer their questions, number one, because they haven't prepped them. They haven't really given them an overview of of, of MI, um, and then it caused them a lot of problems over the next course of the next year. 
So you want to make sure that you're, oh, you're doing the preparation and the communicating. It's just so important. Darrell, uh, now before before we take off, I just want how can uh, pe- how can people get in touch with you? How can they take advantage of the expertise of uh, Gunter Media Group? How do they get a hold of you? Well, one, um, you know, our website is uh, GunterMediaGroup.com. My cell phone number, 973-454-3475. And, um, you know, you can reach me by text, email. Uh, Even if you did a smoke signal, I'll catch that too. For some reason, I don't doubt that. I, for some, I think if uh, so, the next time you see a puff of dark in the sky, somebody is desperately trying to get some solutions from Darrell Gunter. And I thank you very much. And so, uh, you, we really are going to have to have you back again to talk a little bit more about this. It's such a great job you've given us so much advice. We'd love so, to do it. Let me just uh, round out the show with today's final quotation, and that is. Uh, who, who said, we have always known that heedless self-interest is bad morals. Now we are seeing that it is bad economics. Who said that? So in the, as a final parting shot, in the words of my wife's husband, uh, I would like you to stick in those. Uh, are you going to stick in the earbuds and listen to the noise of others all day? Uh, if you do that, if you do that, you'll never have a thought of your own. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a privilege. I thank you. Good afternoon. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.